stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, the question of immigration, the White House is still facing some blowback on what the U.S. president reportedly said last week during an immigration meeting with a bipartisan group of senators in the Oval Office referring to bleephole countries, as in why is the U.S. taking immigrants from bleephole countries instead of countries like Norway, he said, apparently. Here's uh, Kira Travers with ABC News and the latest on this controversy. President Trump was asked if he wanted to see more people come to the U.S. from Norway. He didn't directly answer. I want them to come in from everywhere, everywhere. A reporter followed up by asking if the president wants to see immigrants from, quote, just Caucasian or white countries or other parts of the world. Mr. Trump only said thank you in response, his signal that he's finished answering questions. The White House has not denied the president asked why the U.S. was admitting immigrants from Haiti and African nations instead of places like Norway. Karen Travers, ABC News the White House. Okay, so let's separate two things here. Some countries are nicer countries than others. I would rather live in Norway than Haiti or El Salvador or a lot of African countries. But the issue here isn't about we're going to rank our favorite countries. The issue is about where we're accepting immigrants from. The implication being that a lousy country produces lousy immigrants, that they're not just bleephole countries, but that they're bleephole immigrants. And they're not going to do well here. And we don't want them. We'd rather have people coming from countries like Norway. That's how I take it. Now, uh, the White House has pointed to Canada and Canada's merit-based immigration system uh, as an example to follow. Well, okay, fair enough, though. What, what does the Canadian experience tell us? And how are immigrants from these bleephole countries doing here, even compared to countries, immigrants from countries like Norway? As it turns out, the people from the bleephole countries do pretty well in Canada, better, in fact, than immigrants from countries like Norway. So isn't that interesting? Joining us to talk more about this is uh, Arvind uh, Magasin. He's an associate professor and graduate director of the Department of Economics at the University of Calgary and goes through some of the data in a, converse, a piece he wrote at theconversation.com. Arvind, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Well, and it seems though this conversation has raised a couple of different questions, uh, one of them uh, on the uh, merits of merit-based uh, immigration policy like what Canada has, but also the question of the immigrant experience and uh, how country of origin factors in. So putting aside kind of the foul language, I mean, what stood out to you in this whole conversation? Well, I mean, I took a, an implication from what Trump and, and the people who've gone on TV and, and on the radio to kind of explain his language and explain what he meant. Um, I drew the conclusion that what these people are trying to say is that if we had a merit-based immigration system or if the U.S. had a merit-based immigration system, then, you know, we wouldn't be admitting these people uh, from countries like Haiti and El Salvador and Africa. Mm -hmm. And this would be a good thing for the U.S. economy because these people who come from these countries are a drain on the system. They use more benefits than uh, other immigrants do, and then um, more than um, than Americans do. Um, and as well, they have a hard time finding work, and or or, or if they do, they're competing with, uh, with lower skill um, U.S. workers. So I actually just wanted to check whether this is actually true in Canada, because we do have a merit-based system, and we can actually see who do we end up letting in when we have a merit-based system, and how do these people that Trump is um, 
made the comments about how do they actually do when they're here. Right, because it, it's not just a way of describing the countries themselves. There seems to be an implication in the president's comments that there's there's something rotten about these these immigrants, that they are, are not desirable immigrants or that they're not going to do well if we let them in. Isn't that essentially what, what he seems to be saying? Oh, well, that's what I took from it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, you, you'll always have people on the other side saying that that's the wrong interpretation. That's not necessarily what he meant, but for me, it's hard hard to believe that that's not at least part of what he's trying to say. Yeah. All right. Well, as you say, I mean, there's a way to to test that. There's a way to to explore the data and see what kind of conclusions we can find. So, when when you look at the experience in Canada and immigrants from these countries that perhaps uh, the president was referring to, what, what what do we find? Well, the first thing, I mean, I just wanted to see who do we actually let in. You know, is it true that if we if we have uh, a merit based system, we end up, you know, having a small fraction of people from these countries like Haiti, El Salvador, uh, Central America, and and the African continent. And it turns out that that's actually not true at all. We have a lot of immigrants from Africa. I think between 2011 and 2016, there were uh, 162,000 or just over 162,000, whereas uh, from Northern uh, Europe in total, um we admitted 32,000, right? And I mean, of course, there's more of a supply. There's more people wanting to move from Africa here than there are from Northern Europe. But I mean, I guess the point to me is if you have a certain number of immigrants you want to let into the country and you have a merit-based system, you're going to have a large fraction from these places that Trump and his apologists believe he wouldn't be letting in. Right. Um, and the same was true with uh, places like Haiti and, and El Salvador, I'm um, in Central America. You know, we have more immigrants from those places than we have even from the U.S. Um, so, I mean, to me, I just wanted to check, uh, is it actually true that that if we had a merit-based system, we would be, be admitting people only from certain um, you know, northern European, western European countries or the U.S.? And, and no, it's not true. Um, and then the next thing I wanted to check is how, how do these people do when they're here? And, you know, they're, uh, they're highly educated. Uh, so people from, from the countries that the Trump had isolated are on average much, uh, much more educated than, um, than third generation uh, Canadians, meaning uh, people whose parents and grandparents were born here. Um, and Trump had brought up, um, you know, Norway, saying that that if we admitted people from uh, the Norwegian countries, or I guess the implication was that if we admitted people from the Norwegian countries, uh, you know, they would be higher skill and they're uh, more economically self-sufficient. And it, and it turns out that that's not actually true. Um, in Canada, at least the Canadian experience has been that people coming from you know the Hades and the Africas of the world are at least as educated as as the people coming from the Norways of the world. So if we're talking about skill, uh, it's not obviously true that, you know, the the immigrants from places like Haiti and Africa would be competing with low-skilled immigrants. Um, they're higher-skilled immigrants. Um, and then with earnings, you know, there isn't really a big difference on average. Um, but, but I think one of the most important things and one of the most interesting things was that the... Uh, the level of government transfers, meaning you know all all payments from all levels of of governments, um, including employment insurance benefits, um, 
uh, people from the Hades and, and the Africas of the world are actually taking less than people from the Norways of the world in in Canada, which I think would surprise a lot of people because, you know, one of the implications of what Trump was saying is that, or one of the ways of, of reading what he was saying is that, you know, these people are a bit of a drain on the state and they're expensive to have here. And that's actually not really true. Yeah, that's at least that's not the Canadian experience. It's not the Canadian experience, no. Right. So I think this is important data. I mean, look, if if we take people at their word and say that this was not a comment that had anything to do with race uh, and that race is not a part of this conversation, then I think mm-hmm. that the data is very compelling. Now, maybe, I mean, I mean, I don't know why he, he brought up Norway as an example, but perhaps some of this to some people does have to do with, with race and ethnicity. I mean, yeah, that's the way I, I read it. Again, I, I mean, it's one of the problems with, with the language and the discussion that happens in the U.S. now is, is you have dog whistling, or, or I guess for lack of a better word, right. meaning, you know, you, you can't exactly, depending on who's listening to it, what the, what the president says can have a, um, a very different interpretation, very different meaning. So, yes, I think one interpretation of what he's saying is that people from Norway or Norway-like countries, he chose those countries because they're predominantly white and these other countries are not. Sure, it's it's a, it's a possible reading of it, yeah. Well, and, and I mean, you, you caution here that there's we, there's no causal relationship necessarily. No. I mean, people might look at it the other way and say maybe people who are coming to Canada from, from countries that are, are less well-off, maybe, um, you know, there's more desperation to come to Canada. They're, they're prepared to work harder when they get here. But, we, I mean, we shouldn't necessarily go that way either. No, there's all, there's all kinds of possibilities. You know, I mean, people from different countries uh, work in different occupations. They come here for different reasons. Uh, the distribution of of people is very different depending on on, on the country we we uh, uh, we draw from, um, and I can't really say anything about that. You know, these are just averages. It's just something I did very quickly with the StatsCan data, um, and it would require much a much deeper look at the data to actually try and figure out why uh, we have the patterns that we do. Again, people can read the uh, the piece. It's up at theconversation.com. I think the National Post also ran it today at nationalpost.com. Uh, very interesting findings, Arvind. Thank you so much for making some time for us here today. Appreciate this. Well, thanks for having me. There you go. That's uh, Arvind Magasin at the University of Calgary, associate professor and graduate director in the Department of Economics. So he at least went through the numbers and said, okay, well, it turns out that immigrants from these so-called bleephole countries uh, tend to do pretty well here in terms of coming with some post-secondary education or college degree. How many of them have jobs, uh, how they're doing in terms of, of wages, what they're getting in terms of uh, transfers from government or employment insurance benefits, uh, and they're doing pretty good here. All right, so this is data from Statistics Canada. So you can go through and you can look at countries, people from countries including and similar to Norway and countries that would seemingly fall into this uh, Trump category, Haiti and El Salvador mentioned specifically, and then more generally African countries. So we can see how these these immigrants are doing. We're able to track all of this, and, and the data is encouraging. And yeah, Canada has a merit-based system. We're not uh, discriminating based on race or ethnicity, but we are looking for educated immigrants. So yeah, we, we put ourselves in a position where we pick and choose, and there's something to be said for that. Because we have immigrants who are coming here and are doing well, which is what we want. Win-win situation in that instance. 403-974-8255. Back to wrap things up right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.